0: We need a signal. New Zealand is or will be open for business. That's the sentiment from this year's mood of the boardroom, which surveyed 151 of the country's CEOs and senior directors on what businesses want as we prepare to come out of COVID nineteen. Many want more tools to keep people safe from the virus, like mandates for staff to be vaccinated and antigen and saliva testing. NZME head of business Fran O'Sullivan joins me now. Morning, Fran. Good morning, Kerry. Are they optimistic, frustrated? What's the mood? Well, I think
1: what I would choose to say is they're resilient. What they've learnt through the last 18 months of COVID is resilience. They're more confident uh, in the broader economy and outwardly um, than they were this time last year. This time last year, it was basically the pits and confidence was way, way down. But they're frustrated as well. They're frustrated at the lack of pace the government in preparing to come out of COVID. People are still wanting to get antigen tests for example yep. and um, they are illegal and that's just one of the examples there
0: I just find that absolutely bizarre and I guess when you are proactive, you're used to being able to change what you do quite quickly to ensure that, that your business survives, I can I can get how frustrating that must be for these business leaders to be looking at the government going what are you doing?
1: Yeah, and I think really, um, Kerry, what they are wanting is the ability to actually take some actions on their own account. And for instance, uh, when it comes to uh, vaccination mandates to be able to say to staff, you know, we we don't want you coming in unless you're um, vaccinated. Now obviously the government's able to impose uh, mandates around the ports, around um, DHBs and elsewhere, frontline people, but also within business, they have frontline people too and this economy is not going to rocket along unless you can have everyone back in the office and back at workplaces as safe as they possibly can be. So they're wanting to do that, they're wanting to be able to not everybody, but a great deal of them are wanting to be able to say to people, if you're coming back into the workplace, please be doubly vaccinated. Oh. You know, and and you can see why because. You know, the government and people talk a lot about what the punishing nature to the economy is as a result of having to shell out lots of extra money and borrow another seven billion or so to get us through this stage. Well, that doesn't take account of the private economy. And in the private economy, businesses are also shelling out money. They're trying mm. to keep going, and it's very, very difficult for some.
0: Was there, yeah, for some, the supermarkets are going gangbusters. Yeah, well, they're a monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) They are mandated for... (laughs) Exactly. Um, When it comes to the sense that uh, business is being shut out, I'm I'm hearing that a lot from ground level. Do CEOs feel that as well?
1: Well, I think some people have the ear of the government and the government has shifted a bit. But even if you come to the point that the government's own uh, go-to person, I guess, uh, business advisor on the COVID um, recovery, Rob Fyfe in recent weeks has been mm-hmm. speaking out again, as indeed he did last year, and he's saying why you might have the ear of the government. There's a real blockage when it comes to the getting down into the bureaucracy because the government actually isn't you know, the ones who make everything happen. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. do need to get the machinery of government also to engage. Mm-hmm. But I think really this, um, th- there's some key decisions that could be taken. Um, you could allow antigen tests to be bought off the shelf, as indeed they are elsewhere throughout the world, and people could use that. They're not going to be the optimum, but people could use that within their workplaces to actually give an indication of whether somebody is, um, you know, potentially got COVID, and then mm. go away and have, you know, the major test, uh, saliva testing, for instance. And these are screening methods which can be used, uh, you know, regularly, and people could have them, them- themselves. And here. I think it is, you know, the, what you hear out of um, the machinery is, well, that's not the optimum. Um, they may, may be misread. They may give false positives, all of that. Well, in actual fact, why are they being used elsewhere? But the point being is, um, you know, saliva testing has taken a while to get off. It is happening in some areas and some businesses. But antigen testing is a tool that is used elsewhere and it's
0: cheap. Yeah, and if people want to be able to buy it why can't they well, as a I'd belt like embracer be yeah i'd
1: like to be able to have some at home myself yeah exactly and, um, you know just if i were feeling caught for instance and i am doubly vaccinated mm. uh, but if you know if i was around people who turned out to have the virus and we can expect this to happen obviously mm. once um once we get past this particular phase. Uh, you'd want to be able to test yourself. And then if you showed something, go off and get properly tested, you know, Mm. full Monty, I guess, yeah. But also they want um, the government to set a target, you know, like 90-whatever percent, and really push hard for it. Not just be, you know, well, it might be this and it might be that, but set some firm numbers. And that way it gives, you know, it gives a goal for Kiwis to shoot for and, and to be, you know, transparent about it.
0: It was interesting, too, that the overwhelming concern was finding staff.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, you can see that when you look at the unemployment figures, they're down at about 4%. So you've got a very tight labour market. You've got, um, you know, people haven't been able to come across the border, particularly in the last 18 months or so. And, you know, CEOs and, you know, companies right across New Zealand have had difficulty getting staff to come. You've also had a situation where people have been uh, leaving New Zealand because they haven't been able to get, a, you know, a track, fast track to residency. Yeah. Now the government has actually moved on that. In the last 10 days, um, they've actually said everyone who's here now will get this benefit of a one-off, I guess, COVID uh, resident residency um, uh, permit and and that will move and that's a good thing but business has actually been asking for this for months and it's taken a long damn time and so you can see how frustrations have built up. The other problem that is there at the moment is that, um, you know, you've got the offshore recruiters trying to poach New Zealand staff, you know, really talented people now, you know, and offer them uh, different packages to go elsewhere. So this is um, something which is happening in multiple countries at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of shifting around going on. So the sooner that border gets open and that, you know, people can get the staff they want again, the better. But I think one of the things which was most interesting to me was a comment from Sue and Peterson, one of the Zero directors, who said what they're doing now is they're recruiting offshore because you can't get enough talented um, IT people here or train them up here uh, from overseas and so forth. And they're creating hubs offshore where they'll be based. So ah, you know, right. this is something. Yeah. This is something where we will lose, um, I guess, home-based talent if we're not careful, and people will just set up, um, you know, bases closer to market. So it's it's a big, it's a big issue.
0: It really, really is. Fran, good to talk as always. Fran O'Sullivan, NZME Head of Business, uh, who conducted the Mood of the Boardroom, a survey of more than 151 of the country's CEOs and senior directors.